Welcome to another episode of The Foreign Object. I'm your host, The New Age Rudo. I'm here with my co-host, Gio, also known as Walk with Gio on Twitter. Is that so, my intro now, the whole thing? Yeah, because before it was uh, Geo Pipe Bomb, and that felt a lot better than just Geo. He went from, like, rap name to just Drake. Okay. Like, rappers have, like, names that are long, and, like, he went from that to just Drake. Okay. You went from Alexander Rusev to Rusev. To Rusev, okay. So, there we go. To Rusev from Rusev Day. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Um... Well, I mean, what else do we do other than just jump into the news and talk right. about some wrestling? Always just jumping into the news. I think the biggest piece of news Oh yeah. is that it was trending worldwide on Twitter. It was trending worldwide. It was the biggest news of of the year of the cinch. It made I'm pretty sure it made newspaper somewhere. You know, yeah, it did. A lot of like actual publications were uh writing about this. Uh, Kane, Glenn Jacobs, is now the mayor of, uh, Knox County. What is it, Tennessee? I have no idea, and because of the fact that I have no idea, I don't really care. He could, Right, yeah. You know, um, it has nothing to do with where I'm living, so. Yeah, so he won the election for mayor over there in good old Tennessee, uh, Knox County. Um... Lots of talk about it, lots of memes and whatnot. Uh, I think the biggest thing of it was kind of that he he alluded to there still being a possibility of him showing up in the WWE. Um, oh god! But he he basically went ahead and said that all his focus is going to be on being mayor, and if something doesn't work with his main focus of being mayor, that he probably won't be doing it. Um. Yeah. I mean. Don't want to get, like, too into detail, but... Well, I was hoping that he did win the election of his mayor-run thing, Majigger, because I don't know about politics. Right. I was hoping he would win so that he doesn't show up on WWE, and now... <laughs> now you're it's saying, possible. You're yeah. saying that there's still a possibility. Yeah. Um, but it probably won't happen. Most likely, it won't happen. I'm pretty sure that he... Um, only one because Team Hell No came back, and <laughs> that's the only real reason he actually won the election. So we can all thank Daniel Bryan. For yeah, it was part of his campaign. Okay. I'm pretty sure. Fair enough. Um, but yeah. Part of his campaign, well, not his campaign, but when they announced that he won, they actually played his theme song in like the uh, <laughs> the little area he was in with all the other... That's quite you know, frightening. Part. Yeah, and it was his the theme song with lyrics, so that's even kind of scarier. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, but the whole thing reminds me of like Parks and Rec. Oh yeah, <laughs> it is super Parks and Recy because if if you haven't watched the show, it's like based on local politics and just anyone can be in it because there was a race where there is a owner of a candy company. There's a porn star running. Yeah. Yeah, and he's uh, he's a libertarian. Which the character Ron Swanson is basically means that he's not in favor of big government. Which uh, don't want to get too political on this <laughs> podcast, but at the end of the day, he's still a Republican. Um, <laughs> so that's enough about that. Enough about talking about Kane. All right. So what else is going on in the 
wrestling world, but everything is wrestling now. So everything just is in the wrestling. World. So in the world, um, New Japan Pro Wrestling is this disciplining Tamatanka mm-hmm. for what they called inappropriate conduct. They didn't go much into detail about this. A lot of people are assuming it's because of um, the tweets that he's had as of late, the interaction with fans on Twitter. Uh Um, A lot of people jokingly think it's because he posted a video of him in a a Japanese subway where he just tossed trash on the floor, which I thought was really funny because um, in Japan it's... It's really they're they're really uh, on top of things when it comes to trash and yeah. super clean. And that was funny because it was like kind of a like a exaggerated comedic villain thing. Like, oh, I'm a, I'm a villain. I'm throwing my trash on the floor. Yeah. Um. So a lot of people are joking that maybe it could be that. Either way, it's kind of unclear if it's kayfabe or, or not. not. Um. I think it is kayfabe. <gasps> honestly, I think it is because he uh he's uh brought it up in those like. Um, what are those things called? Like the press conferences that they do after yeah. their shows and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's brought up things like that, so I don't know. I think I don't know. I'm not sure, but I have a feeling that it is kayfabe. Sure, and it could be. It was super vague the uh, statement New Japan made. Yeah. Um. So yeah, it could be storyline. It could be real life, but something that is real life and kind of in the same realm of this um professional wrestler named sam adonis Mm -hmm. brother of Corey graves he's a star i guess in mexico Mm -hmm. he's a heel and he's used uh donald trump to kind of uh go along with his whole gimmick he you know waves an american flag in mexico Mm -hmm. one of the biggest heels in mexico well Recently, he goes to this indie show in the UK. He's doing this promo. He uses a homophobic term in the promo. Okay. And he's getting he's getting heavy booze. So in his mind, he thought, "Oh, I'm getting heat from this. Let me yeah. keep going." He keeps on accelerating with what he's saying. Uh, the The promotion goes out and says that uh, they're no longer going to work with him. Um, and then he tries to go and kind of uh excuse what he said because he's saying that well it's a character and i'm trying to get heat and it was working for me and it was an 18 plus show i thought anything was you know able Mm -hmm. to be said so i think this brings up the good topic of where does the line end for heels to get heat Uh, i think it ends where i think I mean, I think where we're at now in, like, society and everything, it's very difficult to push the limit. Very. Sure. But I think, ultimately, a lot of times, like, I feel like in this situation, or situations like this, I think your character is somewhat of a, uh, is the word depiction? Yeah. Is a depiction of who you really are sometimes. Right. And... He, if he went far enough for his character to say something like that, I'm pretty sure he would have went far enough in the real world as a person to use those words. 
he felt comfortable enough to say it. Right. As his character. Yeah. You know, me, if, say I'm an actor or something, right. and I don't feel comfortable saying something that the script says or whatever the case may be, I'm not, I'm going to do whatever it takes to not do that. Right. But I think the question was, where do you draw the line? Yeah. I don't know. I think for me, it's just like a case by case. Yeah. It's a case thing. Like for me, it, it'd be like, would I be able to handle the heat, like the real life heat? Because right. the way I think of it also could be like yeah, and that in a was... co- uh, comedian's shoes. Yeah. Because comedians say things that people might look at and be like, whoa, that was too far. Right. But it goes by person. Like, if they could take that heat in real life, then I guess go with it. Say what you're going to say. Right. People are going to say what they want to say behind closed doors anyways. That's true. Hulk Hogan. Oh, wait, what? Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay, fair enough. And, um... Because he was doing the stuff already with, like, the anti-Mexico, pro-Trump kind of thing. Yeah. Um, personally, I feel like that's okay. Yeah, I mean, it's to just... To an extent. Well, it's okay because it's something that we see happening. Sure, yeah. In real life, you know? Yeah. And so, I'm not saying as... As viewers, we should be comfortable with it, but it's happening. Sure, yeah. And for it to be like, oh, you can't do that because it's bad. Right. And whatever, just because it's a show or it's not real. Right. Then you're kind of, the point of watching wrestling is to watch something that you feel is real. Like, they have to blur those lines. Sure, yeah. If you know exactly, like, I think some of the times we watch wrestling hoping that there's something realistic like the storylines have personal things behind them right um and if you if you completely take that out and say hey we're not going to do things that actually offend people right then you have no heels yeah fair and that's i think you have to kind of blur the lines the trump thing i i'd say it's all right it's kind of tacky yeah it's a supposed because he works mostly in Mexico. Yeah. It's kind of the easy it's, thing to do. Yeah, it's, as the American guy who's going to wrestle in Mexico. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's tons of better things he could have done. Sure, but um, but like I said, it could be a depiction of who he really is. Right. I don't know. Fair, fair enough. That's fair point. That's all I have to say about that. Yeah. So is that all for the news? Uh, basically, yeah. I mean, yeah, pretty much. Let's get into the shows. Monday Night Raw and, uh, Smackdown Live. How, what'd you think of this week overall, though, before we get into... Um, better than usual. Uh, there wasn't anything necessarily on Raw, other than a few, like, one or two things, Uh that drew me into the show so, so much that I could say, oh, this show was amazing. It was all... Very much individual things over the whole entire show. Alright. Um, SmackDown, things kind of great. They have that equal balance of promos and segments yeah. along with matches, so I think that's great. But Yeah, uh, I'd agree. Pretty good these weeks, uh, these, this week in comparison to like the last few weeks. 
Yeah, I agree completely. Um, I think SmackDown was a little bit better than Raw this week. Um, just like you said, Raw had its good points, its high points, and it had its low points. But overall, it was good. I didn't feel like, um, like I was bored at any point to the point where I was like, I don't want to watch this anymore, like usual. But um, it was good. So Raw opened with um, Kurt Angle was in the opening segment with uh, Constable Corbin and uh, addressing the whole Brock Lesnar situation, Paul Heyman situation, kind of just reminding us what happened the week before. And he kind of said some things about Brock Lesnar, you know, that we all kind of feel. But none of us would say to his face. (laughs) Yeah, no, definitely not. And um, then Roman Reigns uh, came out. And I think the WWE might actually be paying people to cheer yeah, right. Roman Reigns. We should have probably talked about that too. If you have, if you're not, well, I'm on glad Twitter. we didn't talk about it because that was my punchline of the right. day. <laughs> you haven't been on Twitter. There's this guy that claims that the WWE is paying people to instead of bringing anti-Roman signs to bring yeah. pro-Roman signs and to cheer him and to cheer him and <laughs> and after Raw, maybe seemed, his theory yeah, was right. It seemed like a joke. Until that opening segment of Raw, where you see tons of Roman Reigns signs. you The pop that Roman got when his music hit was something that almost felt like that they knew something we didn't know. That Roman wasn't actually going to come out. Or we, the Shield was reunited, and it's not Roman's song, it's the Shield's. Right. Just they took out the little... Uh, Hotel. Yeah, Indiana, exactly. Hotel Lima, Delta. Shoot. But man, that pop was just crazy. Um, during the whole promo, the crowd was excited for Roman Reigns. Um, uh, they, Kurt Angle then made a match with Roman Reigns and Baron Corbin, where the crowd was still engaged, still cheering Roman. Yeah. It was great. Um, yeah, I think the crowd made the match feel much better than what it might have been. Yeah. It made it feel important. Yeah. Which is something we should have had with Roman Reigns for the last four years. That's something the whole show overall should have. Yeah. I feel like a big part of what makes the current product different than maybe... I don't want to be like every other wrestling fan and bring up the Attitude Era. Right. But, I mean, that's the best example I could give is the crowd was so engaged with what was going on in the product that it made the product feel that much better. Right. And when you're watching a show and the crowd's not engaged, you feel like it makes you feel like, Oh, these matches are not even good because the live crowd isn't into it. Right. Um, so they have a really good match. I feel like other than the crowd making it a good match, it was actually pretty good. Um, what else? Um, I mean, and you can't ignore the fact that they were in Florida. That's where, that's where Roman Reigns Roman is, is from. from. Um, um, that might play a factor yeah. on why the crowd was so behind him. Maybe. But, I want to say yes, but I don't know. At the same time, it's kind of like the buildup to money. Was it money in the bank? People just started cheering for him when they wouldn't have before. 
I don't know. I feel like the longer, the longer periods between pay-per-views, the more fans just start to realize that Roman is good in the ring. He's good on the mic. Yeah. He's a good character to support. And then they start cheering him. And then all of a sudden at a pay-per-view, it just all goes away. Yeah. It, I don't I don't know. <laughs> yeah. It's weird. It's strange. And I think even Roman was shocked by it because even when he began his promo, he kind of like might've like, um, I don't know what it was, but he like stuttered the first word and right. I was like, oh no, like there goes all the momentum he just had. Yeah. But I think even he was surprised by the reaction he got. Well, yeah, I'd, I, um, I'd assume if every week you're getting booed and then all of a sudden you get cheered. Yeah. You'd be pretty surprised. Yeah. Um, what I did like about the match was when it started, Roman hits uh, Baron Corbin with a Superman punch, which kind of teased, like, for the people that don't like Roman, that it would be over that quick. Right. But that wasn't the case. Um, kicked out. Um, another spot I really liked was uh, Baron Corbin hit Roman with a deep six. Is that what it's called? The little yes. spinning move thing? What is yes. It? Yeah. Yes. That move looked dope because it was at a like a really high speed and then these two dudes that are just like huge right it just looked crazy it looked like why are these guys doing stuff like this even though it's not that crazy of a move you know right but it's just the speed that it was hit at so um i think both of the superstars had a great amount of energy during the match too which isn't always demonstrated by both of them yeah, I think um, kind of hitting on a point you you mentioned last week where when we were talking about Seth Rollins, anybody else I would assume in this constable position where you're not really doing much except for playing like a fake authority figure, they probably wouldn't give it their all during the matches. But Baron's like, yeah, tearing it down in his matches. Yeah, he's definitely one of the superstars that has put in work and continued to kill it every week. That he does have a match. Um, I did not like the finish, though. It was kind of sloppy. With uh, the whole thing with Finn? or No, even before that. The finish, okay. uh, he kind of just like did like a sloppy spear. Okay, yeah, yeah. I've seen amazing spears from Yeah, they've been getting kind of sloppy. Because I, I think, think maybe last week or the week before I mentioned one of his spears being a little sloppy. I think last week was a good spear. I just think the camera didn't catch it right. Right. But this week was definitely sloppy. It, mm-hmm. it. I don't know. I want to say it was kind of Baron's fault. He kind of like took the bump a little too early. Okay. It feels like, but I don't know. It could have been both. Um, and then Balor came out and attacked Corbin. Yeah. Which, I don't really quite understand that whole storyline, or that feud, I mean, that they're doing. Um, me neither, because it doesn't make sense for Finn to have uh, attacked Baron Corbin, because for him to have attacked him, it seems like he's getting under his skin. When we saw what was the last week, that's not the case, when he gave him the little yeah playhouse he's like oh i love this thank you very much for the gift that's terrible irish accent i don't even know what that was that was definitely someone that drives a taxi somewhere (laughs) i don't know where they're from but 
They drive a taxi. Sure. But he was unbothered by it. So this week for him to attack him didn't make sense to me because he, he wasn't bothered last week. Why would he be bothered now? You know? Yeah. It's basically just a, like... It could be the demon coming out of uh, him. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Um, after that, we have... Um, we probably had something else before this, but Elias... Talk Elias, about Elias man. a little Let's bit. Let's talk about him. I'm a full on Elias Mark. Yeah, I think every week uh, Elias is just more over than he was the last week. Yeah, and I like that he can he can get those cheers from the crowd when he's playing the guitar because yeah. there's no doubting that he's amazing on the guitar. But then five seconds later, he could get them to be against him. Yeah, and it's amazing. No, yeah, he's definitely great on the mic. Um, and one thing. I do want to say, I don't know if I've mentioned this in a previous podcast, but I, if I have, I'll just say it again. Um, it's crazy to think how far Elias has come because he seems like one of those characters, or at, I felt like he was going to be one of those characters that might have worked in NXT, but when he got the call up, he was just going to be one of those sideline guys like, like Zack Ryder or... Right. Breezango or whatever. Well, I actually, um, I actually think the opposite because I didn't like him in NXT at all because he wasn't doing that. Yeah, you know, kind of sit down, do a show. Yeah, talk crap on the crowd and then you know go on from there. I think uh, Elias is one of the examples of like the main roster being the advantage for him. Yeah, and he wasn't really all that great in nxt he didn't shine very much but then once he got to the main roster it was like that's it he he took the spotlight yeah well i think i'm just very um i feel very weird when it comes to like very like musical acts being a gimmick or like dancing gimmicks and stuff like that i feel like oh those aren't gonna work anywhere because it's we've seen in the past people with those kind of characters not shine like we know some of them have the the skill to wrestle but their character is what holds them back right um so i think that's one of the things i felt um other than that man i feel like he doesn't even have to wrestle though which i don't wish for because he's good at wrestling right but he's just so good that he doesn't have to have a match every week yeah, no, he's he's not one of those guys that we need to see in the ring, and him not wrestling doesn't necessarily hurt him because he's still able to do the little show. Yeah, sing a little, play guitar, get heat that way. Yeah, you know, I think I I think it makes his wrestling not that he's bad at wrestling, he's great at wrestling, but I think it makes it seem even better than what it is because we see it so rarely. Yeah, exactly. Which brings up one of the complaints i have okay is why is he in a feud with bob bobby lashley yeah 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 it feels like we're wasting that rarity of him having matches on someone we don't really care to see him have a match with at least for me i don't i don't know how the rest of um the wwe universe feels (laughs) <laughs> about <laughs> yes i'm becoming a very corporate person using 
calling fans the WWE Universe. Wow. I don't know how they feel about Bobby Lashley, but I know myself, I don't really care for him. He had two yeah. goals when he returned to <laughs> the WWE, and one was to beat Roman Reigns. And the he other, did that one. Yeah, he did that. He accomplished that. He did. He's one for two right now. Yeah. <laughs> the other was become Universal Champion. I don't see that in the near future. Right. I hope I don't see it in the near future, but... And at the same time... That him... should be enough for him to leave now. Yeah, but at the same time, him in this feud with Elias doesn't push him anywhere closer to that yeah, second exactly. goal of his. So it doesn't exactly. make sense at all. So yeah, I mean, I can't even remember why this feud is a thing. No, I don't know. It, it feels so randomly put together. Well, it's together. because Bobby Lashley's jealous that he's not top itunes star in the ranks Could be. like elias is well i mean but he forgot the lyrics to rock and robin was that the song yeah, yeah. i think so yeah rock and robin yeah who does it bob bob um, yeah so i don't know i wonder how long it, it will be until bobby lashley is just like i said one of those sideline guys right where it's like, why did he come back in the first place? Yeah. Supposedly he was great at Impact. <laughs> you say that every week we talk I, about it. And I will continue to say it every week until he gets good. Yeah, so. Interesting direction we're going in. Yeah. But we must stay tuned to see. Sure. Um, Kevin Owens and Braun Strowman. Yeah. Let's talk about um, it. I have a feeling this is where you're gonna, like dislike what's going on um there's things about it i like and there's things about it i don't like i like the kevin owens show coming back i love yeah. that and i liked it being on the side stage you know yeah. i didn't like that somehow braun Strowman was underneath it and flipped it <laughs> because well he did it the the good thing is that it actually happened and like the trucks yeah. and stuff right um <sighs> it just I, I get it he's the monster among men he can do crazy stuff but we don't need to see it every week and mm -hmm. it needs to make sense are you telling me he's so somehow a nearly seven foot tall guy snuck underneath this like <laughs> two foot platform no um i mean for the home viewers oh, i guess yeah it makes sense for us but if you're there live, you you, you not, saw when it happened. Yeah, you saw when he snuck under there, or that he was already under there when they built the little stage. Yeah. Um, I don't like that they're just pushing gender into it because I don't want to see gender on my TV. Whoa, whoa, um, whoa, Shanti! <laughs> or what is it? I like I like that part when um, when Kevin Owens yelled it <laughs> like into the room. Yeah, I like um, that. All right, so here's here's where I kind of disagree with you. Not in the in the sense of well, all right. So somebody has to play the role of that gender is doing right now. Right. Somebody has to do it for sure. Kevin Owens' yeah. sake. Okay. All right, because I like what they're doing every week where well not every week, but for the last since last week they have gender facing Braun. Mhm. Mm and gender's getting the win, but not right. like a clean win. Yeah, it's showing that no matter how Braun loses at um, SummerSlam, if he loses no matter what, 
the money in the bank will be Kevin Owens. Right, which I was going to go into. I think that's great of it, of this whole yeah. thing, too. But I don't know. Uh, I kind of would have just preferred, like, a random middleman. Like, give give No Way Jose a win over Braun uh, Strowman. Because know. it makes it... It just doesn't feel the same. No, but it makes it almost like... Because last week when it happened... Uh, Someone on commentary mentioned, oh, Braun's not going to be happy that he just lost his match. He has to realize that this happens at Money in the Bank. Um, you know, he'll lose his briefcase. I think he needed to, you know, to get that point across, lose to someone who is like, how could I have lost to this guy? Jinder Mahal's a former WWE champion. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he could man. very well beat Braun Strowman. Um, but they should have just put someone in there like... But I think in the character that that gender is in right now okay it makes it's still character gender is in right now he shouldn't be wrestling <laughs> he should be well, in ddp I mean, yoga yeah but that even more proves the point <laughs> it still gets the point across that he lost to someone he shouldn't have lost to okay so yeah um oh no i like that overall but i don't know you have anything else to say about that? Um, no. Alright then. Let's get into Seth Rollins versus Drew Mack and Dolph Ziggler. Yeah, I got a lot to say about this. Oh. Okay. Not so much about the match though. Um About what? So I like the little nods at the shield that they're giving right now. You know, they tried to go ahead and give Roman as the partner, but then he gets pulled oh, out. Seth Shield brother. Seth's shield brother, Rowan Reigns. <laughs> In case you've forgotten uh-huh. his shield brother. Um, I like that they mentioned on commentary Dean Ambrose. And I like that they left Seth alone for the match. And I like really what commentary is doing to push the storyline forward. Because, um, so basically, Roman gets pulled out of the match. Seth has to go in it alone. He loses. On commentary, they're going on about... Seth needs to find someone because right now it's a two-on-one situation. He needs to find someone to watch his back. And I think that's the perfect way to bring back Dean Ambrose. They mentioned him on commentary. I think it's great that they did that because it kind of reminds you that he's still around. He's supposed to be returning soon. Um... The way I'd like to see it, though, is that he returns at SummerSlam. They're like, oh, finally, Seth Rollins has this this guy to help him against Drew McIntyre and Dolph Ziggler. But he costs Seth Rollins the IC title. Hmm. To me, if you're asking me, that's where it seems like it's going. And yeah. I hope it goes that way. I mean, I like that. I think the only thing I didn't like was them mentioning Dean Ambrose. Right. Because I still like that surprise factor of, I forgot about Dean Ambrose until this week, right? Right. I would have been much more happier if they would have just surprised me with Dean Ambrose. Now I'm like, oh yeah, I forgot Dean Ambrose. Yeah. And then now. Sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, okay, he's coming back soon. Yeah. But I would have much more preferred them to have done all that that you just said. Mm -hmm. Mentioned that he needs someone to watch his back. Right. But just left. Left it in the air, kind of. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, also, I thought that um, 
Jason Jordan was coming back this week and he was going to be teaming <laughs> I actually thought another former uh, S.H.I.E.L.D. member, Kurt Angle. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Would have uh, just volunteered to yeah. be part of the match, but that's sure. not what happened. No, that's not what happened at all. Um, what did you think of the match overall? Um, it was good. Um, had that drama at the end with who was the legal man. Seems yeah. like, as of late, the referees no, are no. kind of confused, man. I think everybody is confused, except for me. Except for you. I saw a tag oh, happen. When did you see a tag happen? There was a tag that they... I don't know if they... You see, now... I don't know if they did that on purpose now. Or if they were genuinely confused. Because... Um, after the buckle bomb... Mm-hmm. Uh, so, the buckle bomb is where Drew McIntyre tagged himself in. Right. Drew McIntyre gets in... I believe he hits him with hits Seth with a clothesline. Okay. He goes back over to the corner that Dolph was in. He grabs Dolph's hand and tags his hand. You remember I now? I don't remember seeing that. Okay, no, I, I remember seeing that. He, it happens. I was even going to like rewind it, but I just I think I did rewind it. I'm not sure. But <laughs> I remember the tag happening where he grabs Dolph's hand, tags him, they come in and do uh they did their Tag team finish thing, right? No, he got the super kick and then he got the pin. Okay, yeah, then. So that's what happened. And oh, I was like, I don't wait. remember the tag. I was like, wait a minute. Is commentary genuinely confused or are they trying to I think create they... some type of No, no, no. I think they were confused because I didn't see a tag either. And they couldn't even show a replay of the tag. That's why I'm... Yeah, exactly. They're... I, I think they were trying to create some type of controversy. I don't know. I think maybe maybe they were genuinely confused, and then they were like, let's cover it up and sh- show that there was no tag, even though there was, just so they don't sound stupid. Who knows? So that our referee looks stupid, but our commentators don't sound stupid. Who knows? I remember of... that happening well, for some ha- reason. We'll have to see. We'll, uh, we'll have to look at the film after the podcast and <laughs> confirm with the you guys tapes. next week. <laughs> we will have to confirm. Um, one thing that I did like about that match also was that they made it seem like it was possible for Seth Rollins to have one. Yeah. Because he was displaying this intelligence of like, when I'm on top, I'm going to make sure that they don't get the upper hand. Right. Um, one one part of the match where he's the architect so yeah and then he burns it all down (laughs) um one part of the match when somehow he gets outside of the ring and a tag was gonna happen and he pulls drew mac off of the turnbuckle throws him into the corner post thing the led post and then gets back in and continues the match right i like that because he just creates more opportunity for him to be on top right Yeah, yeah um so yeah, that's one of the factors that drew me into the match. Yeah, drew you, no pun intended. Yeah, I mean, it could have been a really one-sided match where Seth is just getting destroyed. Yeah. Um, Let's talk a little bit about the B-team. New sure. music. New music, <laughs> which I loved. I thought that was perfect. I don't remember how it goes, but it was very chant-like music. It was like a, they a high want... school football game. Yeah. And they want you to chant for the B team. I feel like that's what they're trying to do. Right. 
I think it worked. Yeah, I wasn't sure if it was part of the song or people were. Yeah, it was chanting. kind of uh, yeah. blurry to hear um, the difference between the crowd and the song, but. But yeah, I'd like to see in the following weeks how the I, crowd reacts to that. I can't wait until WrestleMania when they get a choir to sing it. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Just put that out there now because we know someone from WWE is listening. So yeah, we only hope that it they could happen make it. at SummerSlam. Yeah, they could. New York Children's Choir or something? Yeah. Like Brooklyn's Children's <laughs> Choir? <laughs> Who knows? Yeah, man. That would be perfect. <laughs> um, I have no idea if that's a thing, but we only hope that they make it to WrestleMania right. as champions. Right. Um, as, far the ma- as far as the match goes and the whole thing where the lights went out and... Each member of both tag teams were disappeared, and the uh, the leaders of worlds were there. Right. Um, I like that because cool. I like that because also in the revivals promo before the match, they were like, "We're not here to mess with that that magic stuff. We don't believe in it." And then it happens <laughs> to them. <laughs> so I thought that was perfect. Yeah. No, yeah, it was cool. It, I mean, it's. I think Raw is really. Um, their tag team division isn't up to sure. uh, par as yeah. it should be. But um, let's talk about Paul Heyman's interview. Oh man, yeah, yeah. <laughs> this is one of the things that did draw me into the show. Someone get this man an Oscar. Yeah, he's amazing. He, he was is in tears. amazing. He, he was, was in tears. He, he, he looked was... like he lost a friend. He looked like he hasn't slept in weeks. Yeah. A crazy. It's like he has his job but he lost the bigger piece of him wow was it a romance story do you think <laughs> we're all looking at the wrong we thought yeah. sasha and bailey was going to be the romance story it was really paul and brock especially because he was like and and brock said we would ride into the sun yeah together. <laughs> like with the it. universal title and the ufc title <laughs> and just yeah the happy ending but no it's not what we get. No, not <laughs> happy at all. Um, yeah, man, that was just amazing. Yeah, it was an interview where they asked questions, not necessarily the questions that we had been asking, and we didn't quite get the answers we wanted. But I think for the answers that we want, you kind of have to ask Brock Lesnar those questions, right? And it, yeah, that doesn't seem likely. No man. I mean, I mean, what after Corey Graves had an interview later on, and he was like, "We couldn't get yeah any word from Brock Lesnar's camp," which I, mean, I love. Last week, um, what's his name? Mike. Mike Tom. Tom Mike. <laughs> Whatever his name is, he um he asked Brock Lesnar about Roman Reigns, and I think he almost killed him. Yeah, I legit was in fear for. The man, For like Mike Tom, if Mike Tom was being choked and <laughs> thrown into whatever those big old boxes are, that right? Yeah, WWE carries around. Yeah, um, but yeah, definitely gets me more invested. Yeah, it felt super story. real. Yeah, it did. Like beyond belief, anything WWE's ever done. I think. Oh uh, man, I don't know. Come on, you know what felt more real than that? What when Brock? Uh, Hit Randy Orton with an elbow. <laughs> okay, you remember okay. that? Yeah, okay, fair enough. That felt real. <laughs> All right, fair. Um, so now let's talk about the main event. 
Sure, the moment yeah. we've all been waiting um, for. Yeah, I guess. Ronda Rousey's first match on Monday Night Raw. She's officially a WWE superstar. Yeah. Um, interesting thing. I feel like no one has pointed out, or I just I'm just not on wrestling Twitter. This match actually has history behind it. Yeah, it does. You're <laughs> right. You're 100 percent right. Yeah. Yeah. Foxy goes... got in the face of um of Ronda's man WrestleMania weekend. <laughs> yes. Got her taken out of WrestleMania because of it. You're right. Yeah. I'm I'm bringing I actual facts. <laughs> I had a wow. chip on my shoulder last week. Wow. You told me that. This is the wrestling podcast where the host of the podcast knows nothing about wrestling. Yeah. And I'm just bringing it today. Yeah, you're br- I didn't even think of that. Yeah, they have a little bit of history last year at WrestleMania. Yeah. And it went down. Maybe that's why it looked like Ronda actually wanted to kill Alicia Fox. No, yeah, I was scared for <laughs> Alicia Fox. Yeah. I, she was being ragdolled around yeah. the ring. She was being woman handled, as they said, like 20 times on the <laughs> commentary. <laughs> I didn't notice that. A lot of times I just block commentary out. Oh, man. I wish I could do that. Um, so, yeah, it was it was kind of scary. There was some punches that were thrown that actually looked like they might have landed on her face. Yeah. Um, one thing I do want to point out is the exploder that Rhonda does is that what it is when she catches her leg um, and it just looks terrible yeah it's terrible it looks very not safe no it doesn't it looks like one of two things it's not safe and she just needs to fix it or she just has to completely get rid of that move from the move set which I thought she was going to get rid of it because she kind of like you know when she first showed up she was it almost seems like she was experimenting with moves. First, she did that one. Then she did like the Samoan drop, and then she yeah, did the, the hip like, toss. The spin out, the hip toss, and then she did like the spin out Samoan yeah. drop. So I thought she also was also very dangerous looking. Yeah, I thought she was eliminating things, you know, yeah, on the slowly. way. But it like seems she's kind like of not. trying to figure out what works. Yeah, I think one of the factors that might be going on with Ronda Rousey is she is a very, very, very strong person yeah like she's very strong she has an, a, a lot of strength and she knows how to use it in real fights sure yeah yeah and i think she doesn't know how to separate that yeah because um, i can't imagine alicia fox doing those type of things in real life to people right but i'm pretty sure like if she had a match with alexa bliss she'll do you know she could wrestle right yeah yeah, yeah. and when you put someone that knows how to fight in a ring with someone that knows how to wrestle. Right. And blur those lines. Um, it could get kind of... Uh, kind of dangerous, I feel yeah, like. Yeah. Um, so I have a lot of opinions on this whole main event. I've been saying for weeks that I'd love to see Ronda Rousey on Raw have a match on Raw. Uh-huh. I'm glad it happened. I'm not glad that it was the main event. I agree. Um, especially for what the match was, it wasn't the greatest match. Um, I think mixed in with what you said about her knowing how to fight, I think a lot of the problems too is that, um, with her match against Nia Jax, it was said that the whole match was choreographed and practiced. So I think a lot of, with Ronda, she moves very quickly in the ring 
to the point where it gets sloppy, and I think it's because she's so in her head about I gotta get to the this next part. Yeah. And she's not thinking about what she's doing right now. Yeah. Uh, I think she needs to fix that. Um. And give her an actual match. We already know that she's the baddest woman on the planet. They keep reminding us, but at the same time, we need to see her. You know get beat up for half the match at least well yeah especially if she's going to be playing babyface yeah that's kind of the whole story that you want to tell when you have a babyface versus heel right you have the babyface get beat up and they come back and everybody's happy right or they just get beat up and then you let the comeback be the next match that they have right um so yeah i agree yeah and then she closed the show with a thank everybody for watching. Like, <laughs> yeah, the, the the end like little interview thing they did too. Like, it felt very UFC. Like, yeah, I think they need to completely drop the UFC. Drop, stuff. Like, yeah. they have to strip her of the UFC feel, right? So that she could be WWE superstar, right? Ronda Rousey, not former UFC superstar or former UFC fighter, now WWE, WWE superstar. superstar. It also Ronda felt Rousey. like. Like, that's what you would do when Maria Menounos guest wrestles at WrestleMania, you know? Just yeah. to make her a little happy, let's ask her how she's feeling. Yeah, exactly. But... Yeah, I don't like it, but... I did like that um, Alicia Fox kind of uh, did her promo in the style of her argument that she had at yeah. WrestleMania. She looked yeah. like she might have been intoxicated, like in the video. <laughs> but I, I love Fox and her whole character of being out of it and crazy and yeah her promo was very true and real life stuff yeah yeah i liked it and she has those accomplishments accomplishments under her belt that she has so yeah i mean i wish they wouldn't have buried her as much as they did but um now it's time to talk about smackdown we talked a lot about raw yeah we talked a lot about raw which just tells you how good it was in comparison to like these last few weeks yeah or we kind of just breeze by it. So SmackDown opened with none other than Randy Orton. Um, a lot of talk on social media about Randy Orton's promo. How yeah. great it was. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll tell you now, I personally think it was alright. I think his recent work has been so mediocre that it made this promo really seem really good. Right. I don't think it was amazing. He was... He was spitting facts um, that everyone should know, like with his accomplishments and whatnot. Right. Yeah, um, yeah. But one thing he said is he could have warned us about uh, he was going to do something very uh, squirt, uh, squeamish and to tell us to turn around. But that's part of the reason he did it. I'm assuming he's referring to the ear thing. Yeah. And um, he also said that... Which still haunts my my dreams. <laughs> yeah. Um, he also said that one of his goals is to be so violent that you want to change the channel. And personally, I think he doesn't have to do all that for <laughs> me to change the channel. <laughs> he just has to show up and start talking. And, oh, man. And I want to change the channel. <laughs> oh, um, wow. <laughs> so, yeah, that was how SmackDown opened. <laughs> One thing I do like is that he went back, I believe he said the same thing as last week when he finished his promo. He said, you don't have to call me the Viper, you don't have to call me, uh, 
or no, I don't care what you call me. You could call me the Viper. You could call me um, the Apex Predator. The, yeah, that thing, whatever yeah. that means. <laughs> um, you could call me the Legend Killer, but you will know me as the three something letters RKO or something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah which is yeah. weird. Like, yeah, I do like that he's ending it with that whole consistently thing. Yeah. Consistently, yeah. So it's kind of weird though. Imagine like John Cena comes out. You don't have to call me the face of the company or <laughs> the uh all these things are, the, we've the taught you to of, call the doctor of thugonomics you just have to know me as the attitude adjustment yeah <laughs> like what well okay. isn't rko his initials his initials yeah but we're not which to know i that. remember when i was a kid i used to just think it was like randy killer orden i thought it was randy knockout <laughs> as a kid, so yours was better than mine no it's terrible it's just I picked whatever felt the closest. Right. Legend killer, so I took yeah, the killer yeah, yeah. part. and I just thought it was Randy Knockout. <laughs> Randy Kevin Owens now. <laughs> um, Next, let's talk about Becky and Charlotte. Yeah. Um, short. <laughs> well, what is there to talk about? So, they had a match, but before the match, backstage, they talked a little bit about... Um, the whole SummerSlam match. Yeah. Charlotte brings up like, oh, I didn't try to steal your shine, which we all know that she is doing. Um, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Becky was just like, no, nah, it's cool. Like, don't worry about it. You know, if I, if I'm going to be, she basically said to be the man, you got to beat the man. Right. In a different way. She's like, if I want to be the best, I have to beat the best. Right. Right. Um, and then Charlotte's like, so are we good for the tag team match? And then, Becky's like, yeah, we're good. We're not, we're not Sasha and Bailey. <laughs> Basically, right? Yeah. Yeah. So she's no, she said that. Oh, she did. <laughs> yeah. Oh, because I was I was in and out of the promo because no, I was yeah. like, she said that, and I'm hoping that foreshadows to them being being Sasha, Sasha and, and Bailey. Bailey. Yeah, where their friendship doesn't end up right being all that great after all. Yeah. Um. So they have a match pretty good match um it was actually i think it was pretty short Um, yeah it was really really short so in the match um i'm not exactly sure how it happened but becky gets knocked down towards the corner charlotte tags herself in does a moonsault onto the iconics and um becky kind of had this like look on her face as of like why'd you tag yourself in and right. even commentary, um, Carmella was on commentary, and she even brought up, look, there goes Charlotte again, stealing the shine from Becky. Right. And she had that um, that reaction on her face, even when the hand was being, their hands were being rose or whatever the right. word is. So then they go backstage, and she was like, oh, like... This is so fun teaming up together or whatever. <laughs> We're best friends. Yeah. And then, like, Becky's like, well, it's not going to be like that for long because yeah. SummerSlam. Right. So, I mean, I hope it's all foreshadowing their feud. Yeah, man. Uh, I think it is. Uh, if it not, then it's for nothing. But I hope it is. I hope it's what I said. I hope Charlotte doesn't win it. I hope it's the Rey Mysterio Batista, you're supposed to be my friend thing. I'm tired of all my friends stabbing me in the back. I'm going to rip your head off. You know, I hope it's that. 
uh, I kind of hope Charlotte does win it, and that's what causes Becky to flip yeah. the shit. I'd rather Becky just rip her head off. Or her arm? Or disarm her. her? Or disarm her, yeah. <laughs> um. So yeah, that's that. Hopefully, I just wish for the best. Yeah. Um, AJ Styles promo. Let's talk about that a little bit. Uh, it was pretty good. Yeah, right. super personal. You've been wanting them yeah. personal storylines. It's that feud that's yeah. finally personal. It is. You know, he but mentions I... he mentions how they used to. You know, they were friends. Share stale they shared pizza and... stale pizza. They lived in the same rat infested roach apart- infested, roach infested <laughs> uh, apartment complex. It was a little bit better than rats, but right. Yeah, a little bit of an upgrade that you know Samojo knows his wife and kids and yeah. So very personal, very real. Um. Yeah, it was, but I just, the only thing I did wish was that AJ brought back a little bit more of a personal side of uh, Samoa Joe. Like, sure, yeah. come on. He could have. Becky and Charlotte were just on screen. Give us the tea. <laughs> Tell us what, give us the weakness of Samoa Joe if you've known him for so long. Right, yeah. And then that the, would the, yeah, make it, true. it would make it that much personal. Yeah, that's um, true. I didn't even think about that really. So yeah, other than that, I think it was alright. I like that they're holding it off, though. Yeah, other than the one attack, they're yeah. not giving us both of them at the same time, which is good. Yeah, um, they showed Joe backstage laughing at the promo. Right. But as of now, it's just kind of up in the air. We're just waiting until summer. Waiting until summer. I'm sure something will blow off next week, but still yeah. not as Are big we as two weeks? SummerSlam. Next two week weeks is away. the go-home? Next or... week's to go home, yeah. Hmm. Yeah. I love it. I like it. <laughs> Everything seems to be going smooth right now. Lana versus Zelina Vega. There's Part a rematch. Two. Yeah. Part two. It was kind of uh, reminiscent of last week. Yeah. Um, this time, Rusev's at ringside, though. They yeah. made up before the match. I like this whole thing because it, it includes more than one person and more than one storyline, I feel like. Right. Or, I mean, two people. and So, we have the feud between Lana and Zelina going on, which I feel like we haven't seen full potential out of that feud. Absolutely not. Um, we have a potential feud between Rusev and Cien Almas. Mm-hmm. Which would be which, great. Yes, please. And we have a bit of a feud going on between uh, Rusev, Lana, and Aiden English. Yeah. That continues to get involved when he shouldn't. And... In a match where it looked like Lana was in favor of winning, right? Um, she ends up getting knocked down off the top turnbuckle, falls, and then she loses. Yeah. And yeah. So just continuing that whole story with Aiden and Rusev Day, Aiden English from Rusev Day and Rusev from Rusev Day and Lana yeah. from Lana Day, <laughs> which I didn't know was a day because how could it be Lana Day if it's Rusev Day? You know, sometimes um, holidays holidays interlapped. You know, I don't uh, know. I mean, I guess. Um, let's talk about the Miz and Daniel Bryan. Sure, yeah, man. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I'm the only person that doesn't like how this is building up. All right, so I didn't like how it was building up, but now I like where it's at. Sure, because if you remember, well, even further than this, but. So they have their history with the whole original NXT thing 
Um, but most recently, the whole Talking Smack thing went down where it got a bit personal. Real Which personal. was the reason we wanted this to happen so much. Right. Then, kind of coming to where we're at now, it hasn't been as personal. It's been kind of weird. If if so, I feel like if somebody that had just started watching at Daniel Bryan's return, it doesn't make sense to them why this feud means something. Yeah. Yeah, um, because to anybody who's just tuning in, it just seems like he's jealous yeah. about Miz and Mrs., the number one reality show in USA Network history. Exactly. But in this uh, interview-type thing that was conducted by Byron Saxton... For reasons unknown to anyone. Who knows? Um, <laughs> it got a bit personal again. Yeah. Um, in, the, in the sense that Miz mentioned like you know while this guy was over here fighting to come back to his dream and everything i was over here working my ass off i'm doing a reality show i'm killing it in the wwe i deserve to have the title around my waist type thing and you're over there you know trying to fight for your dream whatever kind of mocking him Yeah, yeah, yeah yeah it was very personal i feel like Got back to that talking smack feeling. Sure. Um, and then what on appears to be the set of Miss, Ms. and Mrs. Which I mentioned to you is so stupid because there's no set on yeah. a reality TV show. Yeah, no. No, that's not how it works. Unless he was just at his house. and then... Which it didn't look like. <laughs> no. It looked like he was just backstage. Yeah. Um, so he's on the set of Miss and Ms. That's a difficult name to say. Miz Ms. and Mrs. Mrs. He's on the set of the show. And Daniel Bryan just comes in and attacks. Yeah. Pretty vicious side of Daniel Bryan, man. Yeah, so things were... Um... I wonder if he was... <laughs> I wonder if he's outside of the door with like his ear pressed to the door. Like, oh, listen to all this. He's like, oh, I'm going to beat his ass right now. <laughs> and as soon as he says something about his wife, he just runs in. Yeah. So, yeah. So yeah, they officially have a match at SummerSlam. Yeah. Uh, Miz accepted the challenge issued yeah. last week. The match we've all been wanting since Talking Smack. Yeah, man. Let's do it. Let's let's have it. Yeah. Let's have it happen. I agree. Yeah. Um So now time to talk about the main event. Sure. The new day. The new versus day the bar. Versus the you bar. Know, we all know of this rivalry. Between the New Day and the Bar, you yep. know that this is expected to be a classic match. On, right. I don't know about a classic, but <laughs> a uh, I don't know classic adjacent. Yeah. All right. So um, yeah, this it's the finals of the tournament that they had for the uh, match at SummerSlam for the tag team titles. Right. Great match. Very very good match. High very energy. Good. Very always, high energy. I thought it um, went a little too long, though, if I'll be honest. No, I have to disagree. Well, agree to disagree. I think it then. was perfect. Ah. I think it was a perfect length. Because, I mean, what what else would we have gotten on? An actual tag team match between Charlotte, Becky Lynch, and the Iconics, you know? Mm. Not a squash. Whatever. Um. So, anyways, this match was... Very good. I like the pace of it in the sense of um, anytime New Day has the upper hand, 
the match is going very fast, very high energy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anytime the bar has the upper hand, it starts to slow down. They're breaking down their opponents slowly. Right. Um, so there's never a time where it gets boring, and there's never a time where you feel very drained. Right, right, right. Um, so I think the highlight of it is the finish. Yeah, when she broke down to me like two minutes after I watched it for some reason. <laughs> Just to prove, I told you I had a chip on my shoulder and to prove that I've been watching. Um, I could break it down right now again. No, 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 no. Um, then I have nothing else to say then if yeah, I'm not going to break mean, it down. The New Day gets the win over the bar and then we get this terrible um, horror movie type shot over the shoulder of the Bludgeon Brothers watching from afar. Yeah, um, it could have been very romantic if it's not the Bludgeon Brothers. It's very ad- <laughs> admirable, or what's the word? They're admiring them from yes. a distance. Yeah. <laughs> but since we know who the Bludgeon Brothers are and what they do, yeah, um, not romantic at all. Not, yeah. I don't think everything in WWE is romantic. <laughs> We're no. pinning that onto a lot all right. Of so it, it might depend on what the commentary, how they react, because he, uh, who was it? Was it Tom that reacted in a way that it was like, oh, what? Oh, like, I'm scared? sure it probably was. Yeah. Or he was like, oh, God. Like, something like that. Yeah, it probably was Tom. But I mean, if we had someone going, like, oh. Like, you know, <laughs> it, it, it is it's like, romantic. oh, this is a very romantic. Very, uh. Oh, they came out to us for the new admiring day. Admiring <laughs> the skills of the new day. Yeah. So, yeah. Sure. Why not, man? So yeah, that's that's pretty much the week. Um, I'm pretty, I'm pretty sure we have questions from we do the have questions that you mentioned um, earlier. Last week you were disappointed that this week or the last week I didn't get questions. So this week I decided to get questions on my Instagram. Yes. Uh, fair warning, most people that follow me don't watch wrestling. I didn't uh-huh. get many questions, but the ones that I did, you know. Uh, so let's just jump into it. Um, we'll go with the. The one that I always get as a wrestling fan, and I'm sure everybody gets it nowadays, can you see John Cena? Was that a question? Yeah. And didn't they ask us last time? Last week they said, if if you can't see John Cena, is he real? Or something like that. Oh. So the answer to the question, can you see John Cena, is only on a full moon. Um, um, Can you see John Cena? I don't know when you could see him on WWE television, but you can <laughs> see him on E! On uh, Total uh, Bellas, <laughs> Total Bellas, which is renewed for a fourth season, yeah. isn't he going to be in the new Transformers movie? The oh, movie? and you, and you can, can see, see him there. Him there. <laughs> Do I want to see John Cena? Yes, I'd like to see him wrestle. <laughs> Anything else? I would not like to. Okay, man. Um, this one just says Hulk Hogan, bad person. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, agreed. Sure. Um. This one we we kind of talked about earlier. How TF? Okay. <laughs> how TF did Kane win a political position in his state? Daniel Bryan. Daniel Bryan. <laughs> <laughs> Team Hell No got him the yes. Well, so. yeah, it was the same county that voted for Donald Trump. So, Ooh. um, this one Hulk Hogan. <laughs> Hulk Hogan. They all go together. This one is uh, who is the best. What? That's, it. That's the question. What? Gordon Ramsay. I don't know. <laughs> who's the best wrestler? Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Because it's wrestling questions only. So who's the best? 
Oh, man. This is a loaded question. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just quick, just quick. The Triple first... H. Okay. Chris Jericho. All right. Shawn Michaels. Okay. I'll, I'll agree with you on Chris Shinsuke Jericho. Nakamura. I'll agree with you on Chris Jericho and, um, I don't know, David Arquette. <laughs> world champ no yeah, disrespect. world champ former wcw world champ no disrespect um the markiest question out of all these questions of course as usual comes from our friend at alvin alpha on twitter he's been yeah. on the podcast greatest match in the pg era in the pg era greatest yeah. match i don't know if this is a pg era but i'm gonna say the wlc match between hornswoggle and el torito because it has a pg feel to it <laughs> it was a great match um, <laughs> greatest match of the PG era, the one that will end it. The, okay, the next end of an era match. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, I don't know. I was in the PG era, so you could say that match, the end of the era match. I feel like it doesn't count because it's guys that are not from the okay. PG era. All right, that's fair. Um, man, that's. I don't know. I don't think I have a favorite, so I can't think of one off the top. Best match in the PG era. Damn. Yeah. When when did that start? <laughs> <laughs> um. After a certain person killed himself. Oh, Vince McMahon. McMahon. <laughs> <laughs> um, man. I can't think of anything like oh, off the top. Like I'll pick for you, Rey Mysterio versus uh, John no, Cena. <laughs> I don't like it. Chavo Guerrero versus Hornswoggle. <laughs> no, their um, best match wasn't even in the. Their own best match wasn't even in those eras. Um, I'm gonna go with. Fuck, I don't know. This isn't a question. <laughs> this is not a question for me. Well, well, we'll I feel get, like. Yeah, we'll get an answer from you next week, maybe. Um, final question. Yeah, I'll think about it, definitely. Final question. Why do you like wrestling? Wrestling emoji, thinking emoji. Give me a good answer. What's a wrestling emoji? emoji? They're like grappling. Like. Oh. Yeah. Amateur. Yeah, amateur wrestling. Why do I like wrestling? Because I enjoy wrestling because it... Shows people that have athleticism that isn't necessarily a sport. It's a sport, but not a competitive. It's like watching people fight, but there's stories to it. It's sure. a mix of story and fighting and um, athleticism. Yeah. And that's why. Yeah, it's the best of all worlds. It's got the storylines of like film. It has the drama of soap operas it has the mm-hmm. athleticism of sports it has the fighting that everybody if world star everyone loves that yeah it's just the best of all worlds hannah montana yeah and it gives it it gives us something to talk about every yeah week. <laughs> what else would i talk to uh talk about with my brother sure yeah um that's the final question yeah um i asked but nobody asked me anything well yeah because so. um it was pretty late. It was like... Yeah, it was 10 minutes before we started the podcast, probably, so... So hopefully they ask questions later today, and we'll we'll do them next week. Sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. Thanks for tuning in. If you've made it this far, it might be because your name's Alvin Alpha. <laughs> <laughs> you wanted to hear 
what the answer to your question was, and I didn't give you it. So I will have an answer next week to that question, though. Um, thanks for listening. Make sure you subscribe. Make sure you follow us on Twitter at New Age Riddle, at Walk with Geo. Um, I'm out. Wow. We forgot to talk about Taz Jr., but <laughs> <laughs> who cares? <laughs> <laughs>